September 30th. Heavenly Father, we thank you for today's reading. We ask for your presence in our hearts, our minds, and our souls. <clears throat> Instruct us in the way that we should go. As you promise in your word, you will never leave us nor forsake us. Thank you for reading today, September the 30th. Starting with Isaiah chapter 60 to 62 verse 5. Arise, Jerusalem, let your shine for all to see. Arise, Jerusalem, let your light shine for all to see. For the glory of the Lord rises to shine on you. Darkness as black as night covers all the nations of the earth. But the glory of the Lord rises and appears over you. All nations should come to you to your light. Mighty kings will come to see your radiance. Look and see, for everyone is coming home. Your sons are coming from distant lands. Your little daughters will be carried home. Your eyes will shine and your heart will thrill with joy. For merchants from around the world will come to you. They will bring you the wealth of many net lands. Vast caravans of camels will converge on you. The camels of Midian and Epaph, the people of Sheba will bring gold and frankincense and will come worshiping the Lord. The flocks of Kedar will be given to you and the rams of Nebalah will be brought for my altars. I will accept their offerings and I will make my temple glorious. And what do I see flying like clouds to Israel, like doves to their nest? They are ships from the ends of the earth, from lands that trust in me, led by the great ships of Tarshish. They are bringing the people of Israel home from far away, carrying their silver and gold. They will honor the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, for He has filled you with splendor. Foreigners will come to rebuild your towns, and their kings will serve you. For though I have destroyed you in my anger, I will now have mercy on you through my grace. My gates will stay open day and night to receive the wealth of many lands. The kings of the world will be led as captives in a victory procession. For the nations that refuse to serve you will be destroyed. The glory of Lebanon will be yours, the forest of cypress, fir, and pine to beautify my sanctuary. My temple will be glorious. The descendants of your tormentors will come and bow before you. Those who despise you will kiss your feet. They will call you the city of the Lord and Zion of the Holy One of Israel. Though you were once despised and hated with no one traveling through you, I will make you beautiful forever, a joy to all generations. The powerful kings and mighty nations will satisfy your every need. As though you were a child, nursing at the breast of a queen, you will know at last that I, the Lord, am your Savior and your Redeemer, the Mighty One of Israel. I will exchange your bronze for gold, your iron for silver, your wood for bronze, and your stones for iron. I will make peace your leader and righteousness your ruler. Violence will disappear from your land, and desolation and destruction of war will end. Salvation will surround you like the city walls, and praise will be on the lips of all who enter there. No longer will you need the sun to shine by day, nor the moon to give its light by night. 
For the Lord your God will be your everlasting light. And your God will be your glory. Your sun will never set. Your moon will not go down. For the Lord will be your everlasting light. For your days of mourning will come to an end. All your people will be righteous. They will possess the land forever. For I will plant them there with my own hands in order to bring myself glory. The smallest family will become a thousand people and the tiniest group will become a mighty nation. At the right time, I, the Lord, will make it happen. The Spirit of the Sovereign Lord is upon me for the Lord has anointed me to bring good news to the poor. He has sent me to comfort the brokenhearted and to proclaim the captives will be released and prisoners will be freed. He has sent me to tell those who mourn that the time of the Lord's favor has come, and with it the days of God's anger against your enemies. To all who mourn in Israel, he will give a crown of beauty for ashes, a joyous blessing instead of mourning, festive praise instead of despair. In their righteousness they will be like great oaks that the Lord has planted for his own glory. They will rebuild the ancient ruins, repairing the cities destroyed long ago, they will revive them, though they have been deserted for many generations. Foreigners will be your servants. They will feed your flocks and plow your fields and tend your vineyards. You will be called priests of the Lord, ministers of the Lord. You will feed on the treasures of the nations and boast in their riches. Instead of shame and dishonor, you will enjoy a double share of honor. You will possess a double portion of prosperity in your land, and everlasting joy will be yours. For I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrongdoing. I will faithfully reward my people for their suffering and make an everlasting covenant with them. Their descendants will be recognized and honored among the nations. Everyone will realize that they are people the Lord has blessed. I am overwhelmed with joy in the Lord my God, for he has dressed me with the clothing of salvation and draped me in a robe of righteousness. I am like a bridegroom in his wedding suit or a bride with her jewels. The sovereign Lord will show how justice to the nations of the world, his justice to the nations. Everyone will praise him. His righteousness will be like a garden in early spring with plants springing up everywhere. Because I love Zion, I will not keep still. Because my heart yearns for Jerusalem, I cannot remain silent. I will not stop praying for her until her righteousness shine like the dawn and her salvation blazes like a burning torch. The nations will see your righteousness. World leaders will be blinded by your glory and you will be given a new name by the Lord's own mouth the Lord will hold you in the hand for all to see, a splendid crown in the hand of God. Never again will you be called the forsaken city or the desolated land. For your new name will be the city of God's delight and the bride of God. For the Lord delights in you and will claim you as his bride. Your children will commit themselves to you, O Jerusalem, 
just as a young man commits himself to his bride, then God will rejoice over you as the bridegroom rejoices over his bride. Amen. Hallelujah. What a beautiful passage that was, the Isaiah, the 61, 62. Isaiah was picturing Israel's deliverance from exile in Babylon as a year of jubilee. When all the debts canceled, all slaves were free, and all properties returned to its original owners. But the release from Babylon exile had not brought the expected fulfillment. The people of Israel were still a conquered and oppressed people. So what was Isaiah talking about? Was he mistaken? Centuries later, Jesus quoted Isaiah's words in the synagogue of Nazareth, Luke 4, 18, 19. As we read to the people, he stopped in the middle of Isaiah 6, 2. The time of the Lord's favor has come. Rolling up the scroll, he said, The scripture you just have read has been fulfilled this very day, Luke 4, 21. In his ministry of teaching and healing, Jesus made Isaiah's promise a reality. Jesus gave right. Jesus gave sight to the blind, movement to the lame, healing to the lepers, hearing to the deaf, life to the dead, and the good news to the poor. Hebrews, excuse me, Matthew eleven five. Jesus left out the final phrase, and with the, the day of God's anger against their enemies, instead God is pouring out His favor. And delaying his judgment. What a gracious God. Amen and amen. Hallelujah. We thank you, Jesus, for today's reading. Wonderful, wonderful. Now a reading from uh, the New Testament, Philippians chapter 1, verse 27 to 218. Above all, you must live as... Citizens of heaven, conducting yourself in a manner worthy of the good news about Christ. Then, whether I come and see you again or only hear about you, I will know that you are standing together with one spirit and one purpose, fighting together for the faith, which is the good news. Don't be intimidated in any way by your enemy. This will be a sign to them that they are going to be destroyed, but they are going to be but you are going to be saved even by God himself. For you have been not only the privilege of trusting in Christ, but also the privilege of suffering for him. We are in this struggle together. You have seen my struggle in the past, and you know that I am still in the midst of it. Is there any encouragement from belonging to Christ, any comfort from his love, any fellowship together in the Spirit? Are your hearts tender and compassionate that make me truly happier by agreeing wholeheartedly with each other, loving one another and working together with one mind and purpose? Don't be selfish. Don't try to impress others. Be humble. Think of others as better as yourself. Don't look not out only for your own interests, but the interests of others too. You must have the same attitude that Christ Jesus had. Though he was God, he did not. Though he was not God, he did not think of equality with God as something to cling to. to. Instead, he gave up his divine privileges. He took the humble position of a slave and was born as a human being. When he appeared in human form, 
he humbled, humbled himself in obedience to God and died a criminal's death on the cross. Therefore, God has elevated him to the place of highest honor. He gave him the name above all other names, that at the name of Jesus every knee shall bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord, to the glory of God the Father. Dear friends, you always follow my instructions when I was with you, and now that I am away, it is even more important. Work hard to show the results of your salvation, obeying God with deep reverence and fear. For God is working in you, giving you the desires and the power to do what pleases Him. Do everything without complaining and arguing so that no one can criticize you. Live clean, innocent lives as children of God, shining like bright lights in a world full of crooked and perverse people. Hold firmly to the word of life, and on the day of Christ's return, I will be proud that I did not run the race in vain and that my work was not useless. But I will rejoice even if I lose my life, pouring it out like a liquid offering of God, just like your faithful service is an offering to God, and I want all of you to share that joy. You, Yes, you should rejoice, and I will share your joy. Amen. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Note, the love of God compels us to work together, caring for the problems of others as it is that we're our own problems. As we do, we demonstrate Christ's example of putting others first, and we experience unity. Are you at odds with someone? How can you restore unity and love? Is there someone you could take an interest in? How can you encourage that person? What happens? What, what opportunities is God giving you to participate in the spreading of his love to others? Amen. And with that, let's go ahead and read the Psalms. Thank God for sending a king who rescues the needy, defends the weak, crushes oppressors, and honors God. Praise God for Jesus, who is King of Kings. Hebrews, excuse me, Psalms 27, 1 through 20. Give your love of justice to the King, O God, and righteousness to the King's Son. Help him judge your people in the right way. Let the poor always be treated fairly. May the mountains yield prosperity for all, and may the hills be fruitful. Help him to defend the poor, to rescue the children of the needy, and to crush their oppressors. May they fear you as long as the sun shines, as long as the moon remains in the sky forever. May the kings rule over your refreshing, like spring rains on freshly cut grass. Like the showers that water the earth, may all the godly flourish during his reign. May there be abundant prosperity until the moon is no more. May he reign from sea to sea and from the Euphrates River to the ends of the earth. Desert nomads will fall before him. His enemies will fall before him in the dust. The western kings of Tarshish and other distant lands will bring him tribute. The eastern kings of Sheba and Zebra will bring him gifts. 
All kings will bow down before him, and all nations will be serve him. If he will rescue the poor when they cry to him, he will help the oppressed who have no one to defend them. He feels pity for the weak and the needy, and he will rescue them. He will redeem them from the oppression and the violence, for their lives are precious to him. Long live the king. May the God of Sheba be given to him. May the people always pray for him and bless him all day long. May there be abundant grain throughout the land, flourishing even on the hilltops. May the fruit tree... May the fruit trees flourish like the trees of Lebanon, and may the people thrive like grass in a field. May the king's name endure forever. May it continue as long as the sun shines. May all the nations be blessed through him and bring him praise. Praise the Lord, the God of Israel, who alone does wondrous things. Praise his glorious name forever. Let the whole earth be filled with let the whole earth be filled with his glory. Amen and amen. Now, reading of chapter 24, verses 11 to 12 in Proverbs. Rescue those who are unjustly sentenced to die. Save them as they stagger to their death. Don't excuse. Don't excuse yourself by saying, look, we didn't know, for God understands all hearts and sees you. He will guard you into... Your soul, he who guards your soul knows you You knew. He will repay all people as their actions deserve. Amen. The word of the Lord.